You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. Good afternoon, everyone. Today is Sunday, March 13th, 2022, and this is This Week in Your Daily Star Trek News. Uh, so coming up today on the show, Star Trek's yeoman cult Laurel Goodwin has passed away uh, last month. We finally got a teaser trailer for Star Trek Strange New Worlds. We've got gameplay footage of the upcoming game Star Trek Resurgence. And there's a great one-of-a-kind experience with William Shatner coming to Star Trek Mission Chicago. My name is Allison Pitt, and today's show is supported by people like you through Patreon. To find out more and add your support, please head to patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Now, if you are listening to me on the podcast today, as per usual, I would like you to, I would like to invite you, uh, that is over to YouTube. Uh, we do this show live every Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific time, uh, even across daylight saving time. So uh, for those of you who are live, thank you for joining me at the odd time if you happen to be uh, overseas or in a place that does not observe daylight saving time. Anyway, uh, we do this every Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, where I will do the news that's coming up. Uh, we do uh, a poll, we'll do some show and tell, and then for those of you uh, watching uh, on YouTube live, uh, stick around for the very end where we do some chat uh, that won't make it into the podcast. Anyway, uh, before we get going, I just want to remind everybody that everything that I talk about on today's show is available on dailystartreknews.com. There's some other stuff on there, too. Uh, Not everything makes it into the show today. Uh, But on there, we do have links to all of our original sources, uh, more pictures, more videos. We also do uh, special articles for uh, Trek Trivia Tuesday, uh, history. We do our events listing, uh, (laughs) world-famous Star Trek events listing. Uh, every Thursday, and some other stuff on there as well. Um, That's also where you can go to sign up for our daily newsletter. So that's dailystartreknews.com. Now, I did tell you that there was going to be a poll today. We do this every week, and I try to make it thematically appropriate, so I don't know if it quite uh, hit the mark. But anyway, we do a poll here live on YouTube. The same poll is also going on over on Twitter, at Daily Trek News. So this week's poll is uh, it's kind of a it's kind of a, a cross between the ten forward experience, which is happening right now as we speak, uh, but also a little bit of Picard. If you happen to watch Picard uh, this week, so the poll is: you just took command. What is your beverage of choice? Uh, di- not alcohol. This is like you know, like a morning beverage to get you going. Is it tea, Earl Grey hot? Is it coffee black? <laughs> is it Rocktacino or is it Colombian roast black. Um, Hopefully you guys catch that reference. (laughs) I thought it was funny. Anyway, uh, yeah, so it's tea Earl Grey hot, uh, coffee black, Rocktacino or Colombian roast black. Uh, Let me know what you think in the poll here. We'll check it at the end of the show. Uh, And then the one on Twitter will run overnight. Um, And uh, you can uh, also, you know, feel free to suggest other things. But uh, those are those are the ones we want you to choose from. All right. So let's go, let's go ahead and get started with the news. And um, uh, like last week, we are starting on a bit of a downer note um, with an obituary this week. The final remaining cast member from uh, the original pilot, The Cage, uh, passed away actually in February. So this is a little bit um, late news coming in. Um, I will go ahead and read you uh, what Chris wrote for us this week. 
Laurel Goodwin, who began her film career opposite Elvis Presley in the 1962 film Girls, 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 passed away on February 25th. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Goodwin's death was announced by her sister Maureen Scott. She was 79. Now, Goodwin is best known to Star Trek fans as Yeoman Colt from the original Star Trek pilot episode, The Cage, uh, starring opposite Jeffrey Hunter, of course, as Captain Pike. Uh, Unfortunately, her role was pulled from the show when the network ordered the series recast. She was the last living cast member to appear in The Cage, and of course, her work on the series would be revisited in the two-part episode, The Menagerie. While in Hollywood, she often studied acting under the tutelage of Leonard Nimoy. Outside of Star Trek, Goodwin had a successful career in both film and television. She appeared in the Jackie Gleason film Papa's Delicate Condition in 1963, The Glory Guys in 1965, and Call to Danger in 1968. Uh, Goodwin also appeared in episodes of The Beverly Hillbillies, Get Smart, and The Virginian. Goodwin left acting in the 1970s to pursue a career in nursing, but she did make a brief return to the film industry to produce the 1983 Burt Reynolds film Stroker Ace, directed by Hal Needham. Laurel Goodwin is survived by many friends and family, and please join us here at Daily Star Trek News and offering condolences on her passing. Uh, And once again, thank you to Chris for writing that up for us last week. All right, moving on to slightly happier news and uh, long-awaited, this is also talking about uh, Captain Pike, of course, the long-awaited teaser trailer for Star Trek uh, Strange New Worlds has finally dropped. Now, there was some controversy a couple weeks back when they showed a teaser at TCA. I'm not 100% clear whether this is the uh, same trailer that they showed at the time that, of course, was, was shown on the web and then got pulled down. But it doesn't matter because we now have a teaser trailer for Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Uh, Now, I'm assuming most of you have seen this by now because it's been absolutely everywhere. But just in case you haven't, uh, just a quick little recap. Uh, We see Captain Pike in um, kind of an anachronistic house. It's very sort of today uh, looking, except for, you know, the communicator. Uh, And a voice is calling over the communicator saying they need him back on the ship. So then we see him riding his horse. Presumably that's Tango. And um, then (laughs) getting buzzed by a shuttlecraft, which I can't help but feel is probably irresponsible shuttlecraft flying, but that's okay. Uh, And then a a montage of lots of different strange new worlds. Um, There is one particular shot that's been gaining a lot of (laughs) attention, which is that of uh, at first glance, what looks to be a shirtless Spock overlooking a presumably Vulcan. He's not shirtless. He's got a he's got a, a light colored top on. So, uh, but see if you can spot that one. Um, and there's a little voiceover um, at the end that says, uh, "No matter what the mathematical probabilities or the number of times we say that we're not alone in the universe, our vis- our first visit from the stars is always the province of children's stories and science fiction, until one day it isn't." Uh, so uh, some inspirational stuff there from the new Star Trek Strange New Worlds trailer. Of course, we don't really know much about what's going to happen, except we do know it'll be more episodic. Um, and until May 5th, we just have to wait. I'm guessing that they're going to start ramping up a little bit more um, publicity for it after the end of Discovery, which will end uh, next week, I believe, um, because right now... I don't know if you've noticed, but there's actually two Star Trek shows going on right now. Uh, So we've got a lot to cover. 
Anyhow, go and check that out. That's available on YouTube. And of course, it's also available on dailystartreknews.com. I will post a link down below just in case you haven't seen it yet. Right, that is not the only cool upcoming trailer thing that we've seen. Um, I'm going to switch over to talk about gaming because um, a few months back we talked about Star Trek Resurgence, which is an upcoming narrative game uh, for consoles and for the Epic Game Store. Um, and it is due out this spring. Um, what's going on at the moment is that they've got a, a partnership or some kind of agreement with IGN that they're going to be dropping content all throughout the month of March. Uh, they started off uh, one of the first videos of gameplay footage. It's four minutes long and it features Spock and it gives you a feel for how you're going to play the game. So the if you've ever played kind of a narrative game before, that's what this is. This is not running around and shooting like Star Trek Online. It's very much a listening and understanding and then you as the character get to make choices. They're um, like dialogue choices. So as Spock is talking to you, you, a menu pops up near your head that says, okay, uh, press Y to say this thing, press X to say this thing, and press A to say this thing. Uh, and then your choices dictate how the gameplay flows. Now, we did an article that points to the IGN article for this, uh, for the the, the video that, that shows Spock, they're talking in the ready room about sort of setting up, setting the scene for what the mission is going to be. Um, they've also posted a second lot of gameplay footage, uh, which is uh, without Spock, but is in the engineering, uh, in, in engineering. Um, so you're getting a, a view of some of the main characters. Uh, there's also an article on IGN that talks about who all the main characters are gonna be in, uh, in the game. Uh, so if you are at all interested in this game, go and check out this kind of footage. Go and uh, see what it's going to be like. I think it's going to be interesting. The thing that that strikes me is that it's a very slow paced. So if you are used to like Destiny or even Star Trek Online, uh, the pace is very slow. However, it's probably more akin to like old school Star Trek pacing, you know, like TNG, uh, early DS9, that sort of thing. So uh, you should go and check it out and, and see what you think. And of course, uh, make sure that you're following uh, Star Trek Resurgence. It's at Trek Resurgence on Twitter uh, they, and also IGN because they're dropping content all this month uh, if you want to see what's, what's coming up. I haven't seen a firm release date, but hopefully that's coming soon. And once again, this is for consoles, so uh, PlayStation and Xbox. Uh, it's also going to be available on the Epic Game Store on PC. All right. All right, so moving on from gaming to, um, well, it's more stuff you can watch, right? Which is, by the way, the reason that I don't uh, show the videos on here is because I don't want my account to get struck from YouTube. So I try to make sure that you have links to everything that you can go off and watch it. Uh, and I'll try not to torture you with too much of the descriptions, but a lot of this stuff is video that is available for you to go and watch, but it's not something that I'll be showing on this live stream. Anyway, uh, the next one is another thing that you can watch. Um, if you know me, if you happen to catch the panels that I did at Trek Talks, uh, you know that I'm a huge, huge fan of the Akudas, Mike and Denise Akuda. They're graphic designers who've been working with the Star Trek franchise just for literally decades. 
And they were honored uh, this past week with uh, the Lifetime Achievement Awards from the Art Directors Guild. It's IATSE uh, uh, Local 800. Um, it's well-deserved. And they were presented by uh, that award by Herman Zimmerman, of course, who himself is a Lifetime Achievement Award uh, recipient. And their friend, Doug Drexler, who as well is an Academy Award winner and a Star Trek designer, um, kindly posted the video from that award and uh, Herman Zimmerman's speech and their acceptance speech as well. So um, if you are in any way interested in graphic design or the graphic design history of Star Trek, I would highly recommend that you go and watch that because... Um, Mike and Denise Okuda are uh, extremely influential on the whole look of Star Trek. Even in Picard, they are still using um, that L-Cars display that was that uh, Mike Okuda um, popularized. And um, it, the, basically their mark on, this, on what Star Trek looks like is, is in a very big part down, down to the Okudas. So it's worth watching and... Um, it's wonderful to see because both of them are such lovely, lovely people. I've met them a couple of times and uh, you just so happy that because they are so deserving of this kind of recognition and achievement. So anyway, like I said, I'll leave links and it's available on dailystartreknews.com. Please go and watch. All right. I am going to move on to the next, um, the next story here, which is talking about so I have been in contact with a company called Minikin. Uh, it's by um, Mass Persona, which is a 3D printing company, and they are offering a new one-of-a-kind experience coming up to Mission Chicago. Um, now that's going to be a really, really interesting experience, and it is pricey, I will say that, but if you are somebody who uh, likes William Shatner and you want to meet him and you want to do a photo opportunity with him, they are offering up to a uh, hundred of these special 3D printed photo ops uh, with William Shatner at Mission Chicago. So it's a really great, uh, kind of a one of a kind thing. Uh, let me see what's included in there. It's, um, yeah, it's a nine inch 3D printed figurine with you and uh, William Shatner. Uh, along with the digital signature and identifier code, a 3D GIF of the scan, a short video of the experience, and two additional minifigs of Shatner and a personal note on that figurine. So really, really big deal. And um, it could be a really wonderful thing for you to go and do if you happen to be going to Mission Chicago and you've got a little bit of extra money too. So... Uh, sales will begin on that on March 15th for seven days only. You can find out more information at minikin.us forward slash Shatner. Uh, as of now, I don't think that uh, link is yet live, but it will be from the 15th. So you should go and check that out. Right, so that's it for the big news this week. Uh, coming up next, I'm going to do a little bit of show and tell, which is a holdover from last week. Uh, and we're also going to look at the poll results as well. Uh, I just want to remind you that if you were watching me here today, then everything that's going on uh, is supported by people like you through Patreon. Uh, and you can find out more about that and how you can support us from just a dollar a month. That's at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Right. Uh, don't forget, I did say that there's a poll running in the chat. Um, 
We're talking today about uh, command beverages of choice, non-alcoholic, uh, but caffeine added. Uh, so please have a look in the in the chat on YouTube or head over to Twitter at uh, at Daily Trek News, and you can enter the uh, the poll over there too. So, right. So for show and tell today, I told you this is a holdover from last week because last week I showed you the the 3D printed uh, starship from Star Trek Online. That um, was extremely cool. And uh, Thomas is getting such wonderful recognition for his work on that, and he's so well-deserved. Um, listen back to last week's episode. Anyway, that's beside the point. Um, this week is what was held over from last week, which is this book. <laughs> and it's called Obsessed with Star Trek. Um, nobody sent me this, by the way. This is from my personal collection. I actually bought this uh, because... Um, if you remember back in the early days of daily Star Trek news, I kind of did everything. And, um, and so I did some, uh, trivia work on, yeah, it was true. We had trivia on every Tuesday and after a certain point, it's really hard to start. <laughs> it's really hard to come up with new trivia questions. Uh, so I bought this this book that has 2,700 trivia questions. It's expanded and updated. Um, and it really does. I mean, look at the inside. It's just question after question after question. Um, funny story, I didn't actually end up using these <laughs> on my show because the way that I structured um, trivia was a little bit more in-depth than that. I would do a Tuesday trivia like factoid and then like ask a question for Friday and it, I needed sort of things to be in pairs, which I didn't have. Um, but still, it is quite fun to read through this and check and see <laughs> if you, if you, how well you actually know Star Trek. Spoiler alerts, I actually don't know it very well. Most of the things I wouldn't know, like, okay, so here's question 2471. Where on Bajor was the orb of time kept? Uh, your choices are A, the fire caves, B, Vedic assembly hall, C, temple of Eponu, and D, Gerardo. I actually don't know what most of those are. So, yeah, uh, the, it's, it's a pretty good... It's a pretty good resource. I'd go and check it out, especially if you just like Star Trek trivia or whatever. Um, maybe I'll send that to T because shout out to T Rick Jones. I don't do trivia anymore. <laughs> he takes care of that for us. Uh, so yeah, that's it. Um, I'll put a link to that in the show notes if you are interested in looking at it. Um, other one, otherwise, that's that's what that is. Um, all right. So let's go ahead and check on the poll. Um, hopefully this is up to date and I apologize again if, if you're chatting with me and I can't see it, I'm sorry. Okay, so uh, I'll give you guys a couple more minutes on YouTube and the poll uh, and I'm going to flip over to Twitter. Okay, so uh, a little reminder, this week's poll, you just took command, what's your hot beverage of choice? And you had your choice between tea, Earl Grey hot, coffee black, Roctogino, or Colombian roast black. So currently on Twitter, in the lead, just, 
<laughs> is Coffee Black, which is, of course, Janeway's uh, drink of choice. She's with 35.6%. Now, tied for third place is Tea Earl Grey Hot and Ractagino. Uh, nice. And way, way back in fourth place is Colombian Roast Black with a mere 6.8%, which is fine because, you know, the kind of guy who drinks Colombian Roast Black in a tiny little mug, um, you know, massacres people. Spoiler alert. Anyway, uh, so that's what that is. Uh, I'm going to move over here and end the poll in YouTube now. I'm not going to end the poll on YouTube because it won't let me. Huh. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know how to end the poll because it won't let me. But I will tell you what the results are now that I can see. So, uh, so far, uh, we have actually Ructagino is in the lead with 39%. In second place is Tea Earl Grey Hot with 30%. Coffee Black at 26% is in third place. And Colombian Roast Black, uh, again, <laughs> sadly, in fourth place with 4%. So uh, that's good. That probably means that those of you who are in chat here with me are not uh, psychotic dictators. That's great. Uh, <laughs> If you are listening to this back on the podcast, or if you want to challenge the results of any of this poll, please feel free to head over to Twitter at Daily Trek News, and you can uh, uh, have your say over there too. Right. Well, that's it for this week in Daily Star Trek News. Thank you for listening. And of course, just a reminder that if you are listening to this on the podcast today, please come over and join us on YouTube from 2 p.m. Pacific time every Sunday afternoon. Uh, yeah, technical difficulties and all. It's a good time. Uh, anyway, yes, we do uh, everything that you hear here. And then, of course, after I close out the show, I'll stick around for some additional chat as well. Uh, it's a really good time and it's a good group of people in the chat. Anyway, uh, just want to also remind you that you can find all of this week's stories plus more over at DailyStarTrekNews.com. We've got um, uh, all the articles, original sources, videos, photos, and the special uh, articles like uh, the world-famous events listing, which I'm going to start calling it that. Uh, anyway, you've got all of that, and it's also the place that you can sign up for the Daily Star Trek newsletter at dailystartreknews.com forward slash contact, where we get you all of that, and it's delivered straight to your inbox uh, with, you know, and you don't even have to do anything, so it's great. Anyway, thank you again for listening. This show is produced by me, Allison Pitt, and this week's stories were written by Chris Peterson, Marina Kravchuk, Jack Brown, T. Rick Jones, and David Powell. Today's show was supported by people like you through Patreon. You can find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Uh, I will be back next week with more of the Star Trek news that you need to know, uh, hopefully with fewer technical difficulties. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.